Welcome to Queued Up Esports. Today we're going to be talking about the Capcom Cup and the LCQ. Uh, my name is Felipe or Freddie Bones. I'm Monk Honky Banana, also known as Nick Esposito, and I keep doing this in reverse. <laughs> and I'm D'Angelo, also known as D'Anthrax, and I went to that LCQ slash Capcom Cup. Whoa, how about one. that? I'm so mad. all about it. Oh man, alright. <laughs> Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to go in for a wild ride. What does All the right. LCQ stand for first? All right, so an LCQ is a last chance qualifier. And depending on the format of the tournament, you some really funny things happen there, right? So basically, you have a tournament. X number of people show up to it. Usually, it's an open bracket. Um, the first place uh, gets a chance to join the main uh, the the main uh, event um second place gets nothing <laughs> every every other place gets nothing actually so you either get first and that's it second um, place is literally just first loser here it's, it's lcqs are rough man because it really like yeah sure you did really well in a tournament but like first place really matters here <laughs> i mean did, there was like how many other qualifiers before this though like it's your own fault yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's every other tournament, and it's just a point series, right? So there's nothing you can do about that. Um, funny enough, right? Like it, and this is where it gets like interesting for other tournaments um, that aren't like Capcom run tournaments. I really like this format too. Um, you got to check it out. Dragon Ball Fighters um, for their series, they had like one or like last year had like one or two people win like every tournament. It was like Sonic Fox and Goichi won Makes so sense, yeah. many tournaments, and no Kazunoko. And Kazunoko yep. won all the tournaments on the premiere that year, right? So what ended up happening, there were like eight slots left over for people to fill. So in the span of a day, they threw eight LCQs back to back to back. Man, that's so, that's like kind of fucked up. If So oh, it's like, it's like, all right, I joined the first one. Fuck, I got second place. Well, I guess I got to join the second one and beat uh -huh. another 40 people. No, no, but like, but it wasn't 40 people. It was like a hundred and something people every time. <laughs> oh, and there was a dude, yeah. there was like the stories of that. There was a dude that got second place for three LCQ straight. And then, and then there was another guy. It was, uh, his name is Vanith, Apology Man. And he lost to the same dude every single time. Oh, jeez. Dude, like if I'm that dude LCQs. that if I'm that dude that plays second, three of them, I like I retire from the game. I'm like I'm fucking done, dude. Oh man, it was insane. Yeah, and it, you said it's like you said like 140. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Dragon Ball was pretty popular when it when it when it peaked. So okay, like, that's so, a lot. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you, it was there were four LCQs. Um, and there were 239 players each bracket that just went down by one. Oh my god. It was absolutely insane. So I'll tell you, so the first place, first place, uh, let's see if I can find it. Because this, this actually matters, right? Because um, first At place was... Point, why don't you just award the second player something? Second place something. <laughs> so first place in the first LCQ was Dogra. Second place was Fenriti. Uh, mm -hmm. The second LCQ, uh, Bon Baban won, and Fenriti got fifth, and Nakiel got got second. The Wait, third... so if you already won one, you can join another one? No, if you already won it, you are out. 
Like oh, you're, okay, yeah, yeah, you good. were you were done. Um, wait, no, you could. So you could just gatekeep people. Yeah, because you just told me, yeah. Holy shit, yeah, that's what just happened. So uh, the third LCQ, Kendevu won, and Bonbabon was still in. He got second, and gate kept Fenriti. So Fenriti's gotten second, fifth, now third. And then in the last one, Fenriti finally wins and gets the first one. Oh man, that's hilarious. There's no way you should be and allowed it, to and compete again. And it's a first to and it's it, it was single elimination. Oh ew, oh. Ooh. Oh no. So, all right. my soul. With with a tournament series that has like a hundred people, and uh like you 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 just need to fire through these brackets. Mm-hmm. I get first like uh yeah. just a uh, single elim. Like I get it. At least Apo- make it so you, uh, the winners can't fucking rejoin. That seems, like, dumb. Apology Man loses to Aqua three times. <laughs> he beats him three times in first to one. Oh, my God. I'll that, find the tweet for you later so we can link it, but, like, it's the, gra- it's the greatest thing. It's amazing. Like, and I imagine, like, they're, like, climbing up the fucking brag and they run into each yeah. other and he's like, huh, how about this? Maybe. Yeah, like, like oh, God. what what level of like changing gameplay has to go on there, or is or is this dude just like, all right, beat this dude, I can do it again, like no sweat. Oh man, and then like Tekken had something similar with where, where Tekken had like a bunch of like LCQs back to back, like it was just like, oh man, like so good. Like, well, I know, and, it's and not, so, I know at L- least in Tekken, Tekken in like uh, to qualify for Tekken World Tour. You can't rejoin the Tekken World Tour uh, tournament, like a qualifying spot. I don't think you could. No. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, I know that. But... Yeah, I know you can. I know Anakin had to, had to actually give up his spot in order to keep playing um, some years ago. Um, yeah. So, like, I know that's not a thing. I'm surprised that isn't a thing for Dragon Ball. It seems like it should be a thing. Man, it it that was nutty. Or at least, like, have your thing not count. Like, you keep the prize money, but, like, second place gets it or something, right? Yeah, like, I don't think there was any prize money. It was just literally you got in the LCQ or you didn't, and that's it. So, I know I've said this before, like, maybe one or two episodes ago, but I think that might be the most anime shit I've ever heard. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, Like, tournaments aren't, they're not, like... I don't think they're they're esports sometimes so much as they are just like the living representation of the fucking of dark anime, tournament of the dark tournament from Yu Yu Hakusho of like the tournament wow. from Hunter X Hunter they they're the, it's the world tournament right like it's it's everything you want it's Goku finding Ultra Instinct and coming back from the brink of death after like sacrificing the entire universe and every universe to like just to fight that's it because you the thrill of the fight. It's Kumite, it's Bloodsport, it's it's everything, dude. It's fucking it's so Christ. good. It's so good. And that's that's what draws people in. There's no one else. It's just you. You're out there and you're trying your damnedest to make it to the end. And it's so good. It's so good. But that being said, LCQs are the hypest things in the world for everyone to watch, right? Because, like, you have the hungriest players in the world that didn't make it that are just ready to just, like, I got to lay it all on the line. <laughs> I got to do whatever I can to make it to the end of this, right? Yeah. Um, 
which is why it was really shitty that the Capcom Cup LCQ wasn't streamed this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as an aside, a lot of people, like, they, the community got together and they streamed it from their phones. They got yeah. together and they, they, it felt like it was 2009 all over again, right? Because they were just like, they were, you were, they, they got the, the handy cam on their, on their, on their phone camera and they were just bringing it out, dude. It was great. But, I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't stop the fact that there should have been an official Capcom stream. Yeah, I I will always be in complete awe of the ability of the FGC and Smash players to, like, fucking jerry-rig anything to, like, get something to work. Where, like, it's like, oh, fuck, uh, the venue fucking bailed on us, like, we don't have a place to host this tournament? Uh, fuck, uh, fucking Gary lives, like, a block away. And he's got like a two he's bedroom got a rig. He's got like a two bedroom apartment and a garage, so we can like set up there. And fucking Tony's got his projector screen, so we can stream it and like have it on the wall. And like, it's like I will always like be in complete admiration of what the community fucking does to get shit done. It's because we've had to do it ourselves for so long. I think that it's yeah, like it's just that grassroots mentality of like you know we are you're not expecting the corporation to do it anyway you'll do it yourself yeah. kind yeah. of thing yeah. yeah all right so we'll uh we'll get into like those grimy details of like why it wasn't streamed and everything that didn't go on uh D'Angelo <laughs> how uh how was the bracket experience for you like um what was your mindset going into it? How'd you do? Who'd you play? All right, so I I didn't look up my my bracket to the LCQ this time because I was just like, whatever. I got to play someone. I got to play someone. It's cool. Like it doesn't matter at this point, right? Because this <laughs> is the LCQ. Everybody's a killer. You didn't show. You didn't fly to the middle of LA in December because you were just like, why well, do I expect to go zero and two? Right? Like you're a somebody <laughs> at this point, right? Right. So round one. Um, I had to play some dude from Japan. Um, I had no idea who he was. Uh, and he plays Chun and I play Bison. It goes... Uh, so I have a really good Chun-Li player from um, from Buffalo that I play with. His name is Awile. And Awile um, basically told me, he was like, yeah, you play the matchup like, okay, but here's some things you want to you wanna take into consideration, right? Anytime that Chun-Li has to press a heavy button, it, there's an inherent risk to it because it, it's slightly slower. Um, so if you can negate her ability to press those buttons, um, it, it becomes a much bigger risk for her, and Bison's really good at doing that, right? So she has her, her heavy punch, where she reaches out, she just whacks you in the face, right? And then she has her heavy kick, where she like it's she's just like a, she lunges off on one foot and does a roundhouse, um, and it, it'll go over you if you're crouching. So, like, over time, I was just like, since he told me, I was just like, all right, how do I blow up this, like, crouching heavy, like, the how do I blow up this heavy kick move, right? I can blow this up because if I'm standing at a range where it doesn't hit me, right, it'll go over me, but it moves her forward just enough. I can crouch and medium kick under, and I can do some really cool stuff, and I can punish that, right? So I was just like, all right, cool. Um, that's what I'm going to use to my advantage, right? I, I know how to punish this move in particular. So every time, like, we can play neutral, and he has to take the risk of doing that if he wants a crush counter. And if he doesn't, I'm going to punish him, right? And that's what we did. We did that. We did the thing, and I did it correctly, and I was just like, all right, cool, we're in here. But what ended up happening was uh, round three, 
of that first match, we it's like it's like I play Bison, and he ended up pushing me into the corner with some very well timed V reversals, um, and chipping away at my gray health because of it, um, and because of that, uh, put me in a situation where I just had to like block it out. Um, and he just had like really good timing. I'm like, man, this dude's timing is amazing. How does he, how does he do it? Right. Like game two starts, right. Uh, same thing happens, but this time I make it out of it. Game three, right. Like, like final, final, it goes to final, final round. Right. So in the first round, what he did was he did towards medium punch, right. Which is like not punishable on block. And then he waited a second and I walked forward and he duffed me in the face. And I was like, with standing heavy punch, I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All this time, I was looking my, out for the kick. I didn't think he'd punch. My internal reaction was shit, right? So, round two, final, final round. He does that. And he tries to do it again. He waits a little bit. I wait a little bit. He does it. I did my parry, and I smack him, and I kill him with it. And I was just like, ah, you motherfucker, I'm smart. <laughs> right? Adaption. Or adaptation. Game three. Final, final round. Same situation shows up. <laughs> Towards medium punch, he backs off and waits. What do I do? I waited... I did my parry. He waited until I did my parry, which was now like almost a full second behind both of our timing. Initially, I do the parry and he just duffs me in the face. And I'm like, mother shit. <laughs> and I lose because of it. And I was just like, damn it, man. And then like, like afterwards, everyone's telling me like, hey, you did pretty well. Here's some things you could have done in that matchup. That was crazy. But like, oh, man, you could you shouldn't have like you should have reversed him off you when he was like pressuring you. I was like, yeah, no, nah, you're right. I was like, but that dude just seemed like completely beatable. Like I was just like. Uh, like I, I want to say I shouldn't have lost, but it was a really good loss. So like he 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 outplayed me at the end. It was really good. He he got the read on me. And then they're like, you know who that is, right? And I was just like, I have no idea who that is. Um, so that dude is in the professional Street Fighter League in Japan. His name is Yujix, um, and he has the current highest win rate in Japan for Chun Li players. So he was the best Chun uh, in the world at that time. <laughs> and, and you he thought was, he was beatable. And yeah, I thought he was beatable, and I remember telling people that, and everyone was just like, "Hey, you're you're wrong. He's not beatable. He yeah. was he was gonna win." Hey, you need to you need to <laughs> chill the fuck out real quick. Yeah, Punk, who was the number one seed uh, for Capcom Cup, said that his pick to win the entire LCQ was that dude, and I was just like, <laughs> I, have n- "I have no idea who this dude is. I'm I just like ignorant. Jesus Christ." Well, so, I mean, I think I was. It's one of those things little... like you go into the match unaware, and then like you outperform everyone's expectations because, like, to you, no he, context, was just, yeah. he was he was just, just a fucking dude. another Joe Nobody. Exactly. That's exactly what he was. I was just like, man. So, it was what it was. Um, and then, after that, I think I had to play... I had to play someone else, and I can't remember how that went, but I lost to Arlieth in the loser's bracket. So, Arlieth has beaten me at two tournaments now. He beat me at the, at the second tournament I went to at Combo Breaker, and he beat me at the LCQ at the end of the year. Um, at the first time when we played, uh, he beat me pretty handily. Uh, I think it was 2-0. And this time went to final, final round. And I lost because I was unable to check his dash. And then he, like, dashed up, command grabbed me. Um, he plays uh, Vega. Vega has a really mm-hmm. fast command grab um, and a really fast dash. So I, I should have checked the dash. 
I did not, and because of that, I lost the whole thing. So, I mean, there's nothing I can do there. That was on my part. Like, I shouldn't have let him get that close to begin with. So, yeah, I mean... And a 15-frame dash into a 5-frame into a command grab, that's on me. Or, yeah, sorry, 6-frame command grab. That's that's enough time to react. Yeah. 20, 21, fr- 21 frames, I should have reacted to the dash and not the command grab. And yeah, just pressed the command anything. grab is rough. But mm-hmm. the, the, the 15 frames is definitely reactable. Yeah, it's, it's on the low end. I feel like of, of reactable, but I definitely could have done something and react. Like the twenty-one total frames is something that I could have done. I pressed a button in and gotten away with, but it is what it is. Uh, he he clutched that one out on me, and my time at the LCQ was over. Let me let me ask you uh, this: Is the fifteen frames low on low end on the reactable be, because of your perspective, or do you think just in general? Because I, I remember that day, like, we did the fucking test your reaction speed, mm-hmm. and you lost your mind at my reactions. At at Raw Reactable, we, and then we can, we can have this conversation again. Yeah. At Raw Reactable, if I remember correctly, human reaction that's seeable is around 17 to 19 frames. Without, and that's just, that's just Raw Reactable without, um without uh prediction right is that an average human or is that average human average average human can react 17 to 19 frames without um without uh without predicting that something is going to happen like if they just that's fucking casual man we were better than that (laughs) i hope i i realistically i should have predicted this was going to happen and done it so yeah i know in um in the world of Smash, I mean, yeah, six frames for the grab is not something you can really react to, but 15 frames is reactable, at least towards the top players. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's the same thing in in, in competitive Street Fighter. Um, yeah. If you if really boil it down, like if you were in a situation where you, um, I don't know, let's say he can he could he could dash and then like do a thing. It could be the command grab, it could be something else. But you but. Um, you don't know when he's going to dash, right? All you, all you know is a dash is going to come and follow up after. Um, you m- would most likely be able to react every single time um, mm-hmm. if you were, like, you know, paying attention and, and you know, on, on your game. Um, a casual may not, but we probably can. Yeah. We just don't know what's going to follow up after. So we probably won't know if it's going to be um, a command grab, if it's going to be some kind of attack, if it's going to be just... Dash back and not actually commit. Um, but the initial the initial dash you probably can't react to. Yeah. So D'Angelo's out We're of this tournament. Man. <laughs> D'Angelo's out. Uh, what was your record overall? Like one, two, two, one two. And two. One, two. One, two. Yeah. That's rough, but terrible. I mean, when uh, your first match is the best Chun Li player, I mean, you know, what the it best Chun Li player and the dude that the number one seed is like, yeah, that dude's gonna win the whole thing. Yeah. Right. If I remember correctly, he did get end up getting top eight. Yeah. That's that's the thing with these LCQs. Everyone's a fucking killer, dude. Yes. You sit that down. You sit true. down in that setup, and you're like, I got my fight stick, and you look over, it's fucking Jason Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a fight stick. He's got a machete. Yeah, he's just Jesus. like I'm just. It's a fight stick built into a machete. <laughs> right. Ah oh, man, but yeah, no. So my time at the LCQ was very fun. Um, all things considered, 
I will say it wasn't the best venue, but there's nothing I can really do about that. Yeah, you uh, you were talking with me about it uh, pretty briefly, and before I was like, all right, we gotta we gotta save all this this heat for the episode. But you, it was like in a bar, right? Yeah. So it was like, in. What? Yeah. So it was in the bar of a theater. Uh it was not big at all. <laughs> Okay, so hold on, but the Capcom portion part of it, not the LCQ part, was professional as fuck. I saw a lot of that stream. I mean, there was um, monitor issues. We're not going to talk about that right now. We'll save that for later. Yeah. But, like, I saw the whole stage. There were the fucking screens and the, the lighting and the thing, and it was the audience. And the, like, that, that was a whole – That's that, that did not seem like a bar. So that that was actually the rest of the theater. Oh, okay. So they had the theater for the Capcom Cup. But they, mm-hmm. they uh, took everyone, the they took the fucking peons that couldn't make it into the main bracket. They're like, you savages, fight it out over here in this small room. Yeah. Ugh. Surprising. It was, it was, like, it in no way, shape, or form had someone that had thrown a tournament, uh, ran that LCQ, would they have looked at that and said, yeah, this will fit 196 people in a, a stream setup and uh, bracket runners and a bracket and... No, it was terrible. It, it had no space whatsoever. It was very confusing. Is that why the uh, the stream didn't go up for it? Was it something logistics with the venue? Or was it something else entirely? It was something else entirely. Oh, okay. Which we might just get into today. Who knows? Why don't we... I mean, we're talking about it right now. Let's get into it right now. All right. So, there. I'm not sure how much of this I'm supposed to know. Or how much of this I'm supposed to talk about. But... Um, yeah, if, if Capcom comes and shuts us down, shuts down QW Sports, it's my fault. It's been so a I'm fun sorry, ride. Guys. It's been also, a fun ride, guys. means we're bigger than we thought. Yeah. So that's all right. I'll take it. Fun ride, guys. But all right. So essentially, uh, they have like corporations that end up like like streaming streaming companies that they consult out to and they, they bid on which events they're able to stream. Um, for the LCQ, if I remember correctly... Uh, ESL, they won the bid to do the stream. Um, they like basically like you put in your amount, like this is what it's gonna cost, this is how much you need, blah 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 blah. These are all the things we're gonna do, and like this is what you this is what you get out of it, right? And Capcom, like they look they look at everyone's request and they're like, okay, well th- this is cool, like we like this, we like this, we like this, but we're gonna go with these guys because they've given us the best price, um, and we're gonna we're gonna do that, right? But they do get the access to all of the things that all of the other people that put in their um their consultation like they get access to all of their ideas so they can just like pick whoever they want and then say hey like also you know it'd be really good if you guys did this as well and then like that's there's nothing to it right so if i remember correctly um esl got the rights to do two tournaments um north american regional finals and the lcq slash capcom cup um and esl is pretty reputable in with certain things yeah. Um, but when it comes to like FGC stuff, they haven't necessarily been too great, too on the ball. Um, with a couple of their like just production ideas, um, one of them that and this is complete hearsay, is that that uh, I could be completely off the base with this, but they contracted out some of their um, of their. What's the word I'm looking for here? The production to a second company 
um, called Paperlight. Paperlight gave them a a different number of saying like, okay, this is what we'll need to do this. ESL went back to Capcom and said, hey, this is what we need to do this now. We have to like we have to readjust the budget. And Capcom was just like, no, <laughs> we gave you your money. We've already paid you. You said it was going to cost this. Make it work. Um, and I don't think that it could. I I don't think that that it it was able to contractually involve them coming in for another day or being able to stream the LCQ or being able to uh, have greater than just the bar and have the entire venue open on Friday as well um, or have spectators in the bar area because that was the thing, right? Like you couldn't spectate the LCQ and I was just like, man, that really sucks, right? But then like I get it because it, if you were up there and you were participating in the LCQ and you saw how much space you had, it wouldn't have fit spectators. Like yeah. it would have been a complete fire hazard, right? So like things like that, like right, like and the worst part of it is that like Capcom took a, the huge brunt of this, right? Of just everyone's just like Capcom is terrible, blah 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 blah, right? But like without knowing that, like they they, I mean realistically, you, sure, I think you could put some blame on on Capcom and say like, well, you shouldn't have contracted all these guys, right? But like realist, were they just gonna know that like they were gonna like ESL was gonna contract out to a company that did a completely shitty job? Right. Yeah. Like there's there's no way that they could know that. And a lot of the issues with production and I guess like their the the choices that were made weren't weren't up to Capcom at that point when they had already given over uh the production to a different company. Yeah, Capcom gave them, gave them the keys to the car, company. but um yeah, didn't stop them from like driving over the cliff. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, it, it kind of sucks. But, it, yeah, like, it, all of the issues that you, that we were encountering over the course of the entire weekend, right, from the, from no, from the, from the LCQ not being streamed, from uh, the production issues on, on the day of the Capcom Cup, to uh, the feed cutting out, like, from the logistical timing of them running matches off stream because they couldn't run they couldn't run all 32 matches yeah. on the stream so there were like I that being a big deal there were like six or seven like six matches i think that got run off stream so that they could they could cut back on the time constraint to move everything up right because initially uh there was a a, a rule mix up and they thought the capcom cup was only going to be uh top uh, it was going to be two out of three up until a certain point. And historically, Capcom Cup has always been three out of five every single time. Um, and so because of that, they moved everything to be three out of five. Because they're like, sorry, this is what it should have been. We're, we apologize, right? But I guess like they didn't take that into account. And the exponential time increase when, if I remember correctly, every match in winners for top 32 went three out of five except for two matches yeah and that's that's like absolutely like, insane <clears throat> that's like an extra like three to five minutes like so that's a lot of time and it's not even i don't even think it was three to five minutes it felt like it was an extra 10 minutes every single match yeah, because like each match is 99 seconds so if anything goes close to time um they can get higher than three to five minutes easily right 
and, and then like the time waiting between matches, the time going oh, yeah, back yeah. to the main menu, the oh, time no. like to like reset like all the things, right? So it was like a, it was probably something close to like five to ten minutes every single match, and that was like that was literally every single match going into top eight. Like nothing, not there was nothing that wasn't like uh a, like final match final round it was insane like the amount of times where there was like a competitor that was up 2-0 and then the, the person that was down 2-0 would just come back three games was insane like i like you see it but like not to the level that that i feel like you see it at capcom cup this year and it's just something you should go back and watch because it, it's it's absolutely amazing and it, it also i mean it does make the case that three out of five is the best and most hype way to run a tournament it really realistically is, it really is because some, there's something two out of three. Yeah, that sucks, man. Like you can just get random now, but something about three out of five allows you that ability to think about what you did, adapt, and just come back, man. And everyone did. Everyone came back. There were only like two matches that were th- that were that were three one. I think it's like it was insane. I don't think there was a three zero on the day at all. It proves the better player for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like both players get a little bit of extra wiggle room to like. I don't want to necessarily, like, say, like, play around, but mm-hmm. it gives them, like, more time to just, like, think about, like, every action that they take. Right. So, you have a game to, like, just test things out. You can, like, you can you can, you can can play with the footies a little bit. You kind of, you know, throw out moves that maybe aren't the safest, but you want to test their reactions. You want to be able... And you can throw a whole game out that way and know it's not that big a deal. Well, it's not still a big deal, but it's not as big as it could be, right? Right. It's still still not the end of the world and then but now you have this information now you can use that for the following games yeah so like the eventual winner um what is it uh idom so the great story behind idom is that like he 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 was going into this um points wise having to face fujimura and if i remember correctly fujimura has beaten him at the last three times they've met um in top eight situations so he's beaten him at he beat him at ceo um he beat him at evo and he beat him at um uh what is it uh the esl invitational um the quarter million dollar invitational in like march or something like that right so he's beaten him every single time right and we're we're out to dinner the night like the night before we're eating like korean like korean food and like i go to this man i'm gonna bet on you on the lcq and like he he looks at me, he puts his hand on my shoulder and goes like, "Please don't, <laughs> just, <laughs> just don't do it, man." Like, and and, and like uh, there at like dinner, he was just rewatching his video with Fujimura, and I'm like, "What do you see, right?" Because I was just like, "I wanted to know, like, what's your what's your mindset here?" And he was just like, "I've been watching this video for the past month, man, and I just see myself getting cooked." Like, <laughs> he was just he was just getting cooked. And like there was like there was nothing she saw, right? So he he goes to play Fujimura in his match. So it's winner, so it's the first match. He goes down 2-0. And he brings it back. He brings it back three games. So had had the, the tournament this is been anime, remember? It was an anime. It was an anime. It was an anime. And like there's just like moments where he's just stalking his prey, and that's it. Um, against, uh, if I remember correctly, against um, against Punk in Grand Finals. He's in loser's side. Punk is in winners. He's down 2-0. He brings it back 3-0. Like, it, it just happens. Momentum swings are super important, and you can you can tell that by watching the uh, watching the LCQ. Or watching uh, the, the Pro Tour, the Capcom Cup Finals. It was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I kind of feel for Punk, though, because, like, 
a similar situation happened a couple of years ago where you kind of choked at Tokido. I yo, I and... listen. We we I talk about I've talked about this in every group chat, right? Like I don't care how you feel about Punk as a player or a person. I would never wish that on my greatest enemy right. to lose to lose from winner's side at the biggest tournaments yeah, of the year. Dude, it's so hard. It happened like, to him at least I, twice. I I, you you can't call it choking, right? Like I'm sure, like so, you probably could, but he would probably be like I I didn't choke, like he, he got there, right? But like, I mean, it's so it's it's shitty because yeah. like realistically, right? Like the only thing you could do is keep putting yourself in in the situations of greatness to like do it. You know what I mean? Like this is also the first time that the Capcom Cup first seed made it to grand grand finals um, really? as well. Yeah, that's um, that's actually fucking wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've never. This is the first time they've made it to grand final. So, like, I mean, by all means, he should have won, right? This was a Cinderella story for, for, uh, for Idom for sure. Because if you look, if you look at it, right, like Idom. So the two things, right? The two things go. The two narratives going in there, right? Idom has not beaten Fujimura in in top eights the entire year. Idom hasn't beaten Punk since season two of the game, like. <laughs> We're on season four right now. He hasn't beaten him since like 2017, right? Like, like Punk has just gone to next level and just cooked him straight for a whole year, right? This is grand finals of next level battle circuit. Every Wednesday, you could have watched this match, and it was just like Punk just just beating the life out of Idom, and it was insane. It was every single time. There was nothing you could do. It sucked, and it was just like, man, like I hate this, right? So, it like. To, for him to overcome both of his demons and just like, all right, and you know what I'm, you know what I'm gonna do today? I'm just gonna beat Punk and yeah. and actually do it was absolutely insane. It was one of my favorite things to watch. Um, hey, D'Angelo, but for, for Punk, like I, I feel really bad because like Punk is the genius, right? Like Punk is the Punk is the dude that invented the anti shimmy tech, which was if someone's gonna shimmy you, right? Like like explaining a shimmy in Street Fighter Five, right? They press they they press a button to tick throw you. But instead of throwing you, they just walk backwards, so that way they they're outside of your throw range. And when you whiff the throw, they just like they punish you very hard because a throw has like twenty frames of 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 recovery. And Punk was the dude that decided on wake up. I'm gonna press low forward and blow up your shimmy attempt because you tried to walk backwards. So like he would do wake up six frame move, and it was just the perfect thing to do against people that like like that were trying to shimmy you. And it was just like the thought process behind that, right? It seems so simple, but like he was the first person doing that, and he was doing it for an entire season before anyone else was even thinking about that. And it was just like it was it was just amazing, right? Like all the stuff that he pioneered, like for defensive options that were just like to swing the game back in your favor, was just it was amazing. So like yeah, you want him to have his big win, you want him to win the Evo, you want him to win Capcom Cup, yeah. just for like the state of the game. But I, I am winning for Cap, winning Capcom Cup was probably one of the best things for the scene, because there like there's not a single person that was like if. If Punk had won, right, you can consider, <coughs> imagine the following, right? Like, Karen wins Capcom Cup. Everyone is validated. They're like, Karen's so cheap. She's terrible. <laughs> blah, 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 right? Everybody in the world is just upset collectively at Punk, right? Yeah. But Idom wins. Idom wins with Laura, who the entire world yeah. is saying. What the fuck? Is like, yeah. It's like, this character sucks. Japan ranks her at, like, B tier and C tier, right? No one knows what to do against her. 
And like I was just like, yeah, man, I'm gonna play her because she's real fun. I like what to do, right? And he plays he plays Laura and Poison and ends up winning the entire thing, right? Like every like the people's champion, like truly, it was the best thing that could happen for the game because everyone loved it. I'm sure that all the people in the LCQ were just like, man, I wish I could have won, right? But like Idom yeah. winning was probably and Idom Idom goes into that tournament as the only unsponsored player. He was he wasn't sponsored for the entire he wasn't sponsored because he's trying to focus on school, right? This was the first year that he decided to travel for the game. He had never traveled for the game before because he was afraid of flying. So they finally got oh, wow, him. Really? A, yeah, they got him on a plane to Combo Breaker and he made top eight at Combo Breaker. And everyone's like, wow, this, this dude's pretty good. And he was like, Yeah, pretty good. I've never thought about it like that before. <laughs> yeah. And so as he, he started going to more tournaments and he got top eight of everything. He got top eight of that. He got top eight at CEO, got top eight to defend the North. I think he got second to defend the North, right? So everything that he's just entering, he's just like, wow, like I'm actually doing pretty good. That's pretty cool. I like this. And like he's just he's just doing well. And what ends up happening, right? Like, and then for him to like be unsponsored, like I, I don't want to be sponsored right now. I don't want to focus on school, right? He he didn't have a Twitter before this, right? Defeat Lee, the dude that you saw run up on stage behind from behind the stage and hug him, right? Helped him make a Twitter so he could promote himself on social media, and so like he could he could have something that where people are like, hey, it's me, it's Idom, right? Like <laughs> he just streams <laughs> off of his PS4. And like Defeat Lee will tweet it out on his account for him, like, "Hey man, I'm going live on PS4 right now, right?" Like, like ah. all this stuff, right? He's just like the, and he's just like the nicest dude, <clears throat> right? And I'm just like, wow, like that's so, it's so amazing. It's a very heartwarming story, dude. Yeah, and I'm so glad that he won. Yeah. So, uh, two things. First of all, okay. uh, you said this is the first Capcom Cup that like a first seed actually ended up making it to grand finals. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, speaks volume. Like, correct me if I'm wrong or speaking, like, out of place on this. But, like, every time, like, I talk with you or talk with anyone who's familiar with Street Fighter V, they always talk about, like, just how good Punk is. And, like, you refer to him as a genius. Yeah. Like, is the gap that large between Punk and the rest of the community? Um, I... I'm sure he would tell you it is, but I, I think that there's there are definite you can definitely see the things that punk does that are at a level that no one else in the community is doing. Um, I like I've played punk in tournament a couple times, and I've had like the ability to just play him right, and like his his mastery and understanding of the game is like I I, I claim to understand the game right, and like he makes me feel like i don't right. that's his play that's his play style his, his like the the thing that punk does that's better than anyone else right so like this is this is the thing i forgot who i was talking with about this right but if you, if you wanted to like if if you want to beat punk right punk doesn't play you to show you that like he doesn't play you to like win he plays you to like instill fear in you to so that you can know like he wants you to know that he's better than you and right. so he will do anything in his power to show you how much more he knows about both the game and what you're going to do before you do it. So like it's just like he like he doesn't just want to beat you, he wants to like actually just humiliate you. And that's that's a very good trait because like I like I he is very good at just making players that have played this game for a long time, knowledgeable players that are super solid, just look like they've never touched the game before. 
Like he played. So he played, huh? How, how does he do this? So is, is it like in a like in a, like a show offy kind of BM way though, or is it more of like um, like getting a lot of hard reads and getting inside their head and just both, you know, both. But he's be like a lot of BM. I'm surprised actually. Not, I didn't not a lot of BM, but like he will teabag you and let you know. Like like oh there was, really? Like, yeah, he has teabag people before. Um, like if you watch them, his match versus Fudo. Like if he plays, he like Fudo. Knowing Fudo, right? Fudo is a Virtua Fighter Five like champion. He has gotten second at Evo. He's just like all around like one of the best players of all time. He's won an Evo, right? Like Fudo is like a great player. And he, if I remember correctly, 3-0'd or 3-1'd Fudo in top eight of Capcom Cup playing Chun-Li versus Birdie just because, like, just off the strength of Stan Fierce and making Fudo look like he didn't know how to play footsies. And, like, the caliber of player that Fudo is to 3-0 oh someone like that is absolutely insane. That's, is like, the, it, it's unheard of. Birdie matchup um, something that I should, I should be aware of? Is that, like, a, a, a better matchup for one or the other? It's it's better in terms of the fact that the Karen matchup isn't as good. The Karen Birdie matchup isn't as good for Karen. So he just picked up Chun Li and decided to play footsies. Like he gets he gets a safer crouching medium crouching medium kick confirm. Um and he can stand fierce from a range and poke from a range that uh Cammy or that uh Karen can't. And so he just played footsies with him and and completely dominated him in the neutral. Hmm. Yeah, like it was and it's it's just things like that, right? Where it's just like like his neutral reads make him look like both like an offensive and defensive god, combined with some of the best reactions in the game, combined with just like a, a great technical understanding of how how your offensive and defensive actions work, just allow him to really like blow people up in situations that um other people don't necessarily take advantage of or if they do it's not to the to the speed or like momentum or level of violence that he does and just to dr disrespect but yeah i like it, it's it's absolutely insane like the way that he just makes people look like they don't know how to play the game and it's it's some of just the hardest reads like it in everything which is why, like, it, it was such a an amazing thing for Idom to to put Punk in that situation. There's a lot of time, like Punk, like Idom uses the thing about Idom above all the other Laura players in the entire world is that Idom uses the fireball um, much better than everyone else. And when you're in V Trigger and you throw that fireball, um, you can like walk behind it and create space and like essentially like stalk your opponent and, and walk them down to the corner. And Idom Idom did that perfectly. He was able to just completely like dominate Punk, Punk's ability to to play the neutral game against him. And Punk wasn't able to adapt quick enough. But yeah, it's it's just something something about the way that he approaches the game defensively and offensively that he he does it combined with his reactions at a level that no one no one else really does. Maybe Takito, maybe Bonchan, right? Like these are players that are like there are very few players that Punk respects, and those two are probably the like some of like some of the two that you see very very that Punk rates very highly. Um, Problem X is like his like a great rival for him, um, and. Maybe Big Bird as well, but yeah, I like you can count on a hand the number of players that are that Punk probably thinks are at his level. Right. Um, so yeah. with that, I actually want to follow up because you you were hyping up um, Punk a lot in the last couple minutes, um, and it was very surprising that he lost 
one of the things people were saying is um, the input lag on the player two side. Do you have any comments on that? <laughs> um, he dropped a pretty significant combo against Idom. Um, yeah, so and even like, the casters were like blown away for. Yeah, like he he was dropping combos that. So again, this is this is the ESL production thing, right? Like like yeah. if I remember correctly, um, there there were two things happening here. One, the PlayStation was on the player one side, so like because they weren't head to head, they were split on two sides of the stage. The Bluetooth had to connect from a longer distance from the player two side oh, to the man. PlayStation that was underneath the the P one side. There was also, if I remember correctly, they were doing wireless video transmission, not through a cable. So he punk punk plays on on a PS on a DualShock controller. So oh, I see this, for his controller. Oh, oh. Yeah. So there were two issues with that. One, um, so a lot of people were experiencing. Um, lag on the P2 side because, of, and I could be completely wrong about this, but if I remember, like the way that, they, that people were explaining it was that there was a USB splitter that was used to have a connection um, so that you could plug in your stick on this on the 2P side, which was on the other side of the stage. But USB 2.0 has like latency issues yep. over distance. Um, it's like something like over over eight feet or something like that. Like, like it has like like latency issues. So if you had a stick plugged in, right, which a lot of people did on P two side, right, there were two people noticeably in the top eight before Punk, right. Um, it was uh, who was it? Uh, Zenith, who was the Latin America champion. Like he dropped some ridiculous combos um, and like tried to appeal to the head judge and like said something and like nothing, like they wasn't able to get anything done. Just, they, I think they just told him to play through it. And like, which is such a shitty like thing to do. Yeah, right. For real. Um, angry bird, uh, who visibly just got up and said like, like he went over to his opponent. Uh, I forgot who he was playing at the time and literally told him, she was like, this is bullshit. Like, I can't, I can't play and yelled at the TO and his opponent. He's like, listen, like I cannot play. Like, you saw me drop like the easiest confirm in the world. Fix this, and like got up and like just waited until they fixed it. And to be fair, for a quarter million dollars, I think he has every right to just <laughs> oh, sit there and fucking yeah. wait until you fix everything for him. So, Punk Punk said the same thing, and this also happened at North American Regional Finals, which was the other tournament that. Yes, what a coincidence! Also... <laughs> also uh ran the production for there was a there was a great moment right that like during esl or sorry during um north american regional finals where someone was like talking about like man like they were saying like they were telling us like the stations felt really laggy right two seconds after that right like it just like on the screen pops up um apex legends has finished downloading (laughs) wow and like (laughs) And like Sajan, Sajan without missing a beat just goes like, "Where are we dropping, boys? We going to the LCQ? All right, cool." Like it was outrageous, man. Like, and I was just like, "What is happening right now? Like, this is not good." Jesus. Yeah, like if I remember correctly, like like there was a there was something that like someone that I think Idom had whiffed, and Punk decided to do like standing medium punch into Tenko, and like the Tenko just didn't come out. And then there was like a jab jab Tenko combo that he never misses that he missed, and everyone was like. Yeah, it's over. That was the one I remembered because I, I saw that. I saw the caster's comment on that. Yes, um, he never misses that. Like, yeah, in that situation, I saw both jabs and then nothing. nothing. I saw two jabs and then nothing. Yep. Um, and then he got punished because he was expecting a move to come out and didn't come out. Yeah, man. I so 
it's one of those things, like, a part of me, I've always just constantly, and this is probably just from fucking playing years of guns and shit like that, where it's like, yeah, dude, lag is just something you gotta deal with. Like, that fucking sucks. But the thing is... We were never playing for $250,000, though. One, we were never playing for that amount of money. Two, it was, that was an online thing. If I go to a venue, and I'm experiencing any sort of, like, input delay, latency issues, like... At a local fucking event, I'm gonna fucking lose it. Yeah. Right. This is, this is like a one v one event too. It's not like this is a team sport where right. you're trying to coordinate coordinate land between ten different people on two teams, like and have the spectator like cameras for the casters. This is this is literally a one v one situation. There should be no reason this is a thing. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. It uh, it's and from like everything you just told me, D'Angelo, like it does sound yeah. like the people at fucking ESL like just have no idea like how to set up their streaming equipment at all. Yeah. It's so weird though. They do so many like other high production stuff. Like they're known for a lot of Valve games and a lot of Blizzard games. Um the difference with those games, problems. I feel like the difference with all those games, right, is this like the the context of of a local area network on computers is completely different than yeah. on PS4. Uh, which would be probably also synonymous with most console games, right? Like it's just it's just a completely different environment, and like you would hope that like like ESL they 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 run they do esports tournaments and they do esports tournaments really well, and they probably sold Capcom on here's the esports dream. This is what you guys want, right? You want to be esports. Esports is what we do, right? And like that just wasn't the case right like they i know that they had a consultant there who does run fighting game tournaments right so like but like how much he was involved like he's like he was the the to that was on the stage but how much he was involved with the planning of it i have no idea because i'm fairly certain that 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 dude if he had looked at that venue for the lcq and they were like yeah we'll fit 200 people in this he'd be like get the fuck out of here you're (laughs) insane this is a bar this is as big as my living room it was absolute horseshit like there's no way that he would have greenlit that, so I don't blame him. Like I like someone someone somewhere decided, yeah, we're gonna get like 40 people for this max because whatever they want to be getting Capcom Cup. You just didn't understand that all these people wanted to be in Capcom Cup. It's crazy. <laughs> I remember there was a there was there was a CEO a few years ago where one of the Capcom streams because I think there was more than one at the time for CEO. Yeah. Um, whoever was running that stream. Um, they were having a lot of technical issues. Um, and then uh, VGBC, Gimmer and Apostle, uh, ended up taking over for them. And they were already doing Smash Brothers theme, uh, streams. They were doing both the Melee and the... Um, no, they were doing only Melee. Uh, I think um, Polarity was doing um, Smash BU at the time. Mm-hmm. But um, so, so then Gimmer split up his staff and his equipment. And he got more equipment in like from what they were doing. Um, and fucking made it work. And... Like, went into the rescue. I remember Javeli uh, saying all kinds of praise. Um, but like, I feel like it's a, it's like a, it's like a curse. Um, where when something big is on the line, um, something is fucking bound to happen every time. Yeah. I remember this happened. See, the problem is I don't watch as many FGC stuff as I probably mm-hmm. should be. Um, but this happened um, to a recent Smash event. And by reason, I mean a few months ago, because nothing recent actually happened. Um, where they, like the, uh, we, it, it wasn't a production thing in the in the in the venue. The venue was 
but we had there was like a ton of stream problems. Um, I, I remember, let's see here. I remember the casters wouldn't shut up about it. Um, from from like transitions and and all kinds of like basic shit that you should be on top of. Yeah. Um, and then somebody even mentioned again, Gimmer wouldn't do this. Um, who is this guy that runs VGBC and the guy that saved yeah. uh, the uh, the production at CEO? Like, as, as as you're telling me about uh, ESL, I'm going back on mine this entire time. I'm going like Gimmer would have fucking nailed it. Gimmer yeah. would have been on top of the so shit. The, the, the Gims always wins. <laughs> yeah. Man. Gimmer is the fucking hero the streaming populace needs to like look up to because that dude is like literally the fucking golden standard for like what a streamer and what a streaming setup should be. And I mean, he kind of has to be because he fucking staked his whole life on it basically. There are some streamers that are literally just like, this is what we do now. Like him, like Bifuteki, like uh, Team Spooky. Yeah. Right? Like yep. these dudes are like, you know what? I'm just, I just video production. I want to do that. Right. So they're not they're not going to do this like lightly. Right. Like they're going to take uh, very good. Uh, what's the word? Um, care in making sure that their craft because their craft is their name. Right. If, if someone says like, yo, this dude sucked. Right. They're not going to get work. Right. So they have to be perfect. They have to do the things at a very high level to make sure that they get work. And like that's why, like, you you see things like that. and You're just like, man, like they could have just given it to someone else and they would have done a better job. Right. And probably someone itself should be on top of this. You would feel like they have their name. Right. Yeah. That's the part that's crazy to me. Yeah. Blows my mind. Mm -hmm. All right. uh, We kind of went on. Well, we didn't really go on a tangent. My that was thi- all part of it. That was all part. Yeah, of I was thing. gonna say the thing that I'm gonna bring up now is more of a tangent. Um, okay. uh, D'Angelo, you said you were uh, you were gonna bet on Idom. Did you end up doing that? Did you end up? Make- I did. You ended up making a killing. I made. Uh, I made a lot of money. Don't disclose <laughs> it on here because. Uh, yeah. Probably not I the made, best decision you can make. I made. I made a lot of money <laughs> on side bets over this weekend. I just want to say thank you to everyone that I bet. Um, another another one was shoutouts to to Brian F. I won I won a good amount of money on that. I, <laughs> there was there was a lot. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I, this week like FGC is degenerate, right? They'll they'll gamble <laughs> on anything. I oh yeah, being in a oh tournament God, in 2012, yeah. and we were we were betting like five dollars on odd or even. Odd or even is the game you play. Where when you when they're playing on the main stage and you're betting on the timer, you're not even betting on the match. You're just betting on the timer. <laughs> and I, I remember, I distinctly remember this that someone was on stage and like someone yelled up on stage, "Kill him on even! I've got evens!" And the dude delayed his combo to kill him on evens. It was insane. I was like, at that point, this is just cheating. Like this is absolutely insane. Fucking but, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, zero, zeros were evens for all intents and purposes, yeah. and it was Got just like it was just super degenerate, dude. Like, oh man, fifty-seven, and it was just five dollars the entire way. So if the match, if the match goes like two two zero, right, and it was odd both ways, you made ten bucks, and like people were like five, ten, fifteen dollars on this, right? Rock paper scissors, whatever, like just like outrageous things, man. Like, like oh, it's so good. Very, Smashers very are just as bad. Yeah, so we've, yeah. Bet on, we've bet on so many stupid things in tournament. It's unbelievable. Too. Right. It's not just 
Go ahead. You got a story? Go for it. Yeah. So, no. So, here's the thing. I wanted to bring this because, like, D'Angelo mentioned that. He mentioned, like, he's, like, went up to Ida and was like, yo, I'm going to bet on you. And I'm like, this dude's serious because uh, I went to Combo Breaker with uh, D'Angelo. And um, uh, I got I to gotta give a shout out to this dude. Uh, we're in Syracuse. We went out to Chicago. D'Angelo drove 10 hours all the way out there and then drove 10 hours all the way back. <laughs> Good shit. And so uh, my tournament just wrapped up. Uh, I placed third. I distributed out the prize money. I split my third place winning with um, with fourth place. Uh, I had to buy someone lunch because of a uh, bracket mix up. And um, so I was left with like 20 bucks from my uh, my tournament winnings. And uh, I'd already given D'Angelo gas money. I've already like, we're already like squared away on like, hotel and all this other stuff and i go up to him with my last 20 bucks i got in my wallet and i go hey man this is the last 20 bucks i got in my wallet it's the last of my prize winnings i really appreciate everything you've done i just like i know you're not feeling too great you, you haven't been sleeping well you're kind of under the weather like i just want to give you this and let you know i appreciate you and he goes hey man thanks that means a lot and then they start calling for side bets and d'angelo goes yo i got 20 on this guy <laughs> <laughs> Like, and I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> the best part, the best part was, it was in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And he, he has never seen me play Mortal Kombat in my life. Fun fact, I've never played Mortal Kombat in oh, my okay. life. Oh, okay. But I also knew who this dude was. And I bet on, it was Scar. And I bet on Scar because I was like, Scar is a genius. Shout out to Scar because, like, on the strength of my friend Coach Steve, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just bet on Scar the whole way. Um, top eight for MK, I think, was three out of five. Yeah. Um, Scar goes down two, two games. Yeah, he's down 0-2. And then switches to Scorpion. And then plays the lamest Scorpion I ever seen for three games. Like, legit 99-second matches every single yeah. round. And I was just like, I told you! And it was just <laughs> it was just the most... It was both the most insane thing that, like, that Nick and Alden had ever seen. Because, one, I hadn't ever been degenerate around them, right? At this level. Well, and, yeah. two, they were just like... They were just like, yo, you just you just took the twenty dollars you just got in your pocket to gamble it away, and I was just like, yeah, what 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 was I gonna do with it? Yeah, that was my twenty dollars, whatever, man. Yeah, like it's like you gave it to me. Well, what did you think I was gonna do with it? I was just so confused. I was just like, yeah, that's what I do. It's my twenty dollars. Yeah, what are we complaining about right now? It's mine. You gave it to me. Yeah, I was so confused. Oh man, but yeah, like so that's that's how I knew like the moment he brought up any sort of like side bet that he actually was like, oh, you told me not to bet on you? Oh, I'm betting on you more now. <clears throat> I remember at Smash events, sometimes we'd bet on, like, what the counterpick stage was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is great because there's, like, fucking six stages to choose from. So, like, both people can be wrong. Both, um, <laughs> both people can be wrong. They walk away yeah. with their own money. Yeah. But realistically, like... <laughs> Like, you have an idea. Yeah, yeah you, you have, like, does. some sort of idea. But, like, yeah. I feel like the next level of that is being, like, uh, betting on what stage gets banned and what stage Ooh. they counterpick to. Mm-hmm. Banning one's cool because it's not just always based on the character matchup. Sometimes it's based on the player. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but man, I've seen Smashers bet on fucking anything. Okay, fucking there. There was a couple guys. I, okay, this was at a this was at a regional um, in Tampa one time. Um, I remember um, two pretty like fairly buff dudes um, that obviously you know I mean they they were they were respected within their games, but they also they were jacks. So they fucking work out. Um, and they were talking, and then somebody fucking bet, like wants to see like who do you think will win an arm an arm wrestling fight or an arm wrestling competition <laughs> right now. Um, and, and like, of course they started talking about it and all of a sudden, boom, in the middle of the thing, they're like, start arm wrestling. And there were side bets for that. Um, nothing to do with video games. Just, just two dudes with some fucking arms, some guns going in, in the middle of a venue. And we got, we got fucking people betting on it out of the blue, not even part of anything. It was great. Amazing, man. Like, <laughs> We'll bet on anything. FGC probably just degenerate gamblers. More and news. More news at eleven. It's so wonderful that like that mixture of FGC, like grassroots depravity, mixed with like esports. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, because you have this huge production, and then you got like the seedy underbelly with your fucking bookie. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! All right, we're uh, we're at like the hour mark. Uh, I think we kind of talked about everything we want to talk about, and then some even with the whole side bets. Um, yeah, uh, I'm Monk HB. Follow me at uh, Twitch.tv/MonkHB. I'm Freddie Bones. Uh, follow me at Freddie Zero on Twitter. I'm Deanthrax. Follow me on Twitter at. Deanthrax, D-E-A-N-T-H-R-A-X. Follow me on Twitch at Deanthrax, D-E-A-N-T-H-R-A-X-X-X. Feel like you could have just said same spelling, but add a add a couple more X's. But spell it out. Do you, man? Yeah, I wanted to. Just, listen, man, I'm milking. I'm milking time here. I just want to add a couple more seconds to the clock. You know what I mean? Like, I just like look. Look, they man, we're, why, though? we're not betting on even an odd here. <laughs> you don't know that. I need to see what the results of this podcast look like the moment you press stop. All right. All right. Thank you for All tuning right. in, everybody. Uh, catch us on uh, Spotify, iTunes, whatever. For more content, you can check us out at cuteupesports.com. I'll see you later. Peace. Bye.